Welcome to the Barber Game Podcast. I go by the name of DJ Meat Chops. Hey, hey, people. This is Mess. What's good, everybody? This is your boy, Murr Mill, on the check-in, and this is the Barber Game Podcast. Yo, welcome to the Barber Game Podcast. This week, we're getting into a special episode about individuals. Yo, yo. Um, hey, damn, hey. I probably shouldn't open this one up, huh? Yeah, you good, man. It's all about you right now. <laughs> it is. It really you is. Know, y'all know how I am about that. No, I know. Um, I know. I ain't really into that, that uh, all about you stuff. But Are you shy? People, I know it's necessary. People want to know, man. I know it's necessary. People want to know. So. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's necessary. I mean... I think it's really difficult to move forward if we don't have this right this episode right here, yeah. or these next episodes, yeah, these next say. these next few episodes. Mm-hmm. All right, bet man. Well, y'all shoot away, man. Y'all, what is it, man? What is it that that uh? How are we gonna jump this one off? So I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna just say like, all right, well, I'm gonna do it like real interview style. That's how I, I think. I think that'd be the best approach. I think, you know, name is important, and maybe where you from. Okay. And maybe how old you are, you know what I'm saying? Real quick. The basics. You know what I'm saying? Legitimately. Alright, well, I was born in eighty two. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to uh, the eighty babies. Yeah, man. Eighty two. My name is Mervis Miller the second, mm-hmm. also known as Merv Mill. Right. Uh I don't do the whole Merv the Barbers thing because, you know, that's kinda everybody does that. Merv Mill kinda puts me in different conversations um yeah i've been cutting for what 14 years now since 2004 um originally from georgia um born and raised in georgia uh raised in a small town called richmond hill uh it's a bigger town now um adjacent to savannah savannah um, it's also right in between Savannah and Hinesville, so it's down on the coast, man. Like down Hilton Head, yeah, Hilton Head, all of that. You know, I was about to ask you, like, so, like, is it considered the mud? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's the mud, it's man. The mud. It's, it's, I, that's yeah, the swamp that's right there. You, you get caught back there in the woods, you right, you, in, right. you, <laughs> you better know where you're driving. Right. Yeah, but um, but yeah, man. Um, I came out here when I was 16 to uh, Seattle. And I um, moved out here in uh, 1998. Right. And uh, I've been here ever since. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. How I mean, much do you enjoy it? I love Seattle. <laughs> yeah? I love it. I, I've seen, you know, being a barber, you, you talk to a lot of people that come and uh, go. And when they're here, all they do is talk shit about the city. <laughs> <laughs> like oh you know because you know, they they like talking about where they're from I'm, i've never been like that i've never like been in seattle like yo i miss georgia like if i miss georgia trust me i'd have been back to georgia like that's the way i look at it i feel it you know yeah yeah so i've been here uh i like i, lo- I love seattle i love the fact that uh it's a it's it's a it's, it's enough diversity here for everybody to kind of like do their own thing and it, and, and, and the city's big enough, but just small enough at the same time for for you to really know the scoop on what's really going on in the city and still be tuned in everything. So I thought that, that played a big role in, in my whole story. Overall, right. You know? Yeah. And it gave you also like some, some background and more, I guess, layers yeah. to, to who you are and what, what else you see. Right. So on to the nitty gritty, man. I mean, you started barbering at what age? I started uh, cutting cutting hair officially um, when I was, you know, 21. I, I, I my first day of barber school was uh, I was it was my birthday, my 21st <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was September 30th, 2004. Uh, that was my first day of barber school. It was either 04 or 03. Can't remember exactly which one of those 
Um, if y'all do the math, I was born in 82. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I'm thinking it was 2003 then. Yeah, it was yeah, 2003. Yeah, 2003. So, I was 21. Um, besides that, man, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what, that's when I first started cutting hair, but my passion for cutting uh, was established in Georgia when I was going to the barbershop in Savannah I used to see some guys in the barbershop man they they would be you know every time I go to the shop it was always an experience for me you know it was a good place for me to go at the time and um, one particular day I went to the shop and my barber that uh, that was cutting my hair he had an you know he <laughs> He was, uh, yo, I'm not even gonna lie. I was gonna just talk on this right now. Like, I was just about to ask you about influences, but so go ahead. So, it's so look, good. so look, I'm it's gonna be good. honest. This is probably the wrong thing to say publicly. <laughs> but when I was 16, no wrongs here, man. When I was 16, I used to smoke weed in Georgia Ooh. back when it wasn't like, Ooh. it was like, to smoke you had to like know somebody or you know you it was just kind of like one of them things that was just kind of hard to do unless you just knew how to do it now it's a recreational thing and it's right. like everybody does and it's almost you know it's legal in the united states but i was doing that when i was 16 and uh the barber that was cutting my hair at the time he was lining me up and i could smell weed <laughs> on his fingers <laughs> He was high. But he... <laughs> it was clearly high. He just got finished smoking, obviously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I was like, damn, man. First of all, I don't never want to, you know, ever promote the fact that... The fact that, you know, you could smell weed on this guy's hands. You know, if you ever cut in here, man, make sure you sanitize mm, hands, by mm, the way. But at mm. the time, for me, I was like, damn, barbers get high at work. That's cool. That right. might be something I want to do for a living. Right, right, right. You know, at the time, mm -hmm. I, I smoked so much that it was like one of them things that I was like, yo, you can actually cut hair and uh, get high, you know? So that was the first thing that kind of opened up my eyes. But in this same session of being at the barbershop, it wasn't, you know, five or ten minutes later, somebody pulled up in the front of the shop and I was in the middle of getting a cut. And um, the guy pulled up, bumping, stereo mm. whammy. 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 Wow, wow. Bases. Like just going crazy. The in glass is vibrating. Yeah, he's going crazy. And, mm. and uh, back then he had a sidestep truck. There was this dude that pulled up in a, in a Silverado truck and uh, it had the back seat in it. Those shits was dope back in the day where you had the back seat and you had the um the rims. He Like he had some Dayton's on it. Some spoke. You, you're very clear about some this. Uh, yeah, I never forget this. It's important. I'll never forget this. You know, he had the spoke Dayton's on it. And um, again, this is another thing that caught my attention mm -hmm. from being at the barbershop. You know, the weed already done got my. Attention? I've already kind of yeah. been thinking since I'm getting my haircut, I'm high. <laughs> I'm getting high from a high barber. I mean, I'm getting my haircut from a high barber. Mm. So my relation to that was, was intriguing. But when I seen the guy pull up and park his his truck and walk in, he was embraced by all the barbers in the shop. I was like, I'm just watching the scenario. I'm, I'm peeping the situation and I'm just like, what's going on right now? I'm just talking to myself. And um, the guy goes down the line and in, in this particular shop, he, he said, what's up to everybody? Everybody said, what's up to him? And uh, he went to the back, and um, I noticed that the barber, one, one of the guys, gave him a handful of money for whatever reason. Mm. You know what I mean? He just gave him a, a knot. Give him that like a nice. It was a nice knot. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I seen it. I seen it happen, right? So I had to ask, man. I, I, I talked to my barber. I'm like, listen, man, who is, who's, who's my man right here? Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, that's the owner of the shop. I said, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. You just get the bag. Like, yeah, he's, he's the owner of the shop. And I was like, from that day, you know, that was what really intrigued me the most, you know, uh, to want to own my own barbershop one day. Like, after that, I was just, the sports thing, everything else Went out the window. just was just done. I just mm-hmm. said, in my mind, I wanted to be a, I wanted to cut hair and I wanted to own a shop. Yeah. But from those two things, if you had to pinpoint, you know, given, you know, I've been going to shops, you know, I was going to barbershops and, you know, people would just be talking and, you know, it was a fun place to be. But if right. I had to pinpoint two monumental things that happened that, that resonated with my personality and what I wanted to do, you know, those things made me want to cut. It's a blessing, man, to, to, to see and to, like, really know what you want to do. I mean, people go through... You know, 18 years of their life, and then further than that, they go four years of college, and they still don't know what the hell they want to do. So, you know, at, at 16, right? The, yeah. That's what. That's a, was, that's a, yeah. That's 15, a 16, man. That's 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 dope. So, yeah. so you say you started barber school at uh 21. So, um, is, is that what I want to pick back up? I, or I had you, you know, talk a little I, bit I was, about that um, or no? Yeah, because like what happened was like when I moved here, I was right. telling. Uh, my pops at the time I was like I want to be a barber so my idea what I was going to do was just drop out of school mm. and just go to barber school mm-hmm. to do it and when I did that they told me you need a high school diploma <laughs> <laughs> to get a license right. you can't go to the school if the year was not- what 2002 so yeah this yeah. was all yeah oh, you know 2000, 2000 really, you know what I mean like man. around the time where I was like Yo, I need to, you know, do something. You know what I'm saying? And um, at that time, it was just one of them things that I just was like, it just, it made me go back to school to get my diploma. Because either you had to go get a GED or you had to get a diploma. So might as well get your diploma. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, well, fuck it. I'll go ahead and mm-hmm. go back and get my legit d- diploma. That's what's up. Yep. And then, um, yeah, I went back to uh, barber school and uh, ended up having my son, mm-hmm. um, Jadon. Um, That's what's up. Uh, right around the time that I started school, before I, you know, was done during that process, that was when I had my, my son, Jadon. Sounds like a good story. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. We, we you know what I mean? So we, so we got high school out the way, mm-hmm. and now we at. Yeah, you need school. high school, guys. You need high yeah. school at this time. Yeah, that was that was important. I'm so happy that I actually ended up finishing, <laughs> man. I'm glad they told me that I had to do that first. You know, mm-hmm. now I know that you don't have to. Uh, the times have changed. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys can just. But it's still a good idea. To yeah, get your definitely, high school it's diploma. definitely good to get your high school diploma. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now we're in the barbershop, or we're in the barber school, excuse me, right? Yeah. In the years 2000. It's um, 2003. Three. I just graduated high school. And, um, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended, my That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he, he, he was motivating yeah. in them times. There was a lot of, a lot of stuff, like... When he came out, I was relating to a lot of that. Right. And, uh, yeah, during that time. But, yeah, man, um, school was out. Uh, I started barber school. And it took me seven months, seven months to finish barber school. You had to go to barber school. Um, I was living in Seattle at the time mm-hmm. over in Ballard. That's when I was staying off 85th over there in Ballard. Dang. And um, wow. Greenwood and Ballard. Yeah, you're not Greenwood. 15, actually 15th Street and off 85th Market. and 15th. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little neighborhood over there on the other side of 15th Avenue and and 85th. It's called like Crown Hill. Yeah, somewhere over there. Over there uh, by the. Uh, yeah, I, I know where you're at. So, um, I was driving from there to Everett every day to go get my barber uh, to go to barber school, and I had to be there by eight eight a.m. Right. That's like five traffics. Yeah, man, it was, it was crazy <laughs> in <Brutal>. itself. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, with that school, 
they they basically had it set up to where if you didn't get to school on time, you had to basically just go home for the rest of the day. You just turn around hmm. and go back home. Yep. No uh, party. They, they would allow you to maybe to be an hour late. So, you know, I had a lot of one hour lates going to barber school. I, I'd usually get there by nine. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with that being said, being there by nine every day, that hour mm-hmm. added up over that six minute, over that six month period. Yeah. So all those hours that I was late, it just ended up totaling like all the extra time. You know what I mean? There was like an extra month that I had to spend because all those hours kept adding up. So you're technically supposed to be done with barber school eight hours a day, five days a week. You know, a thousand hours at the time it took you six months to get finished. Right. So I ended up spending seven. Ooh. Yeah. That's, okay. trust me, there's people that uh, miss a lot more time than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, they I, do. Yes, I, they I, do. I know, yeah. yeah. Never really been a morning person, but I was motivated uh, to try to get these hours knocked out. Yep. So, you know, that's, that was barber school. Uh, I, I knocked that out, got that finished. And then I just ended up working at uh, one of the barbers that, that used to cut my hair. He, uh, he had a mobile situation going on, and I started working there first. And then I went to another shop, and I uh, worked there for about eight months. And um, that's when I officially opened up Chop It Up. Okay. Before we get to that, so in those eight months, you was working at the other shop, and you did your mobile thing. Do you feel like you did a lot of growth? in preparation for your own shop which is why you felt that you were prepared or you just well you just had the goal of wanting to open up your own shop well y'all know from the beginning of the story that I always wanted my own shop mm-hmm. All right, but you know after a lot of stuff like throughout the years it made me kind of want to do business with people um, so what happened was I talked one of my partners into going to school with me Mm-hmm. And he was actually supposed to open up a shop with me. And um, he, he, you know, we both finished. He just ended up doing something different. And uh, I ended up doing something different. But then he had eventually came and worked with me. That's a different story. But the bottom line is, is that my whole intention when I started working at the shop for eight months was to potentially partner up with the owner. You know what I mean? Of the shop. And um, at the time, it just wasn't, it, it it just seems like at the time that it just wasn't something that the owner of the shop was trying to do. You know what I mean? They, they just had their own situation going on. And, you know, that's what it, that's what it was. So that was your ceiling. That's, yeah, uh, it was a ceiling that I couldn't expand on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was just like, it was a rap. I had to I basically I had to open up my own shop you know and do my own thing by myself right although I always wanted to open up a shop I still wanted to kind of always have a team of people to you know work with right so it, I never really was driven to just do my own thing by myself that that eventually like I just had to do that it was a situation where I had to there was no other option for me to have a shop mm-hmm. or do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Makes sense. No, yeah. That does. So here we have it. You eight months in the shop. You said eight months, right? Right. I just want to make sure the timeline's correct for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Eight months, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna make the move. Was that? Well, move? no, I was already because like eight months it was done. So I already was on the move. Seven, like six m- months in. Yeah, six months in. Okay. I was already. This is important for me because yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like was it embraced? You know what I mean? Was like it, I, was it was it cool? Like was I it co- didn't do a lot of talking about it. That's the first thing. Like I, everybody knew, even the owner knew that I wanted to open up a shop. But I was more so, like for example, I'm gonna just give y'all just a quick little fact, real quick about my thing. I always felt like I need to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. So, um. The owner of the shop at the time had a situation where, you know, he had he had some personal stuff that he had to deal with and basically left me in charge of the shop. 
So I remodeled the whole shop while he was gone. He was only gone for two weeks. I ended up remodeling the whole shop and adding like two stations to it. So when I did that, it was just it let you know. It was just on the strength. I didn't. I didn't. I just wanted to shop. It let you know to that you can like you're prepared that you can go ahead and do it for yourself. Okay, you if you leave me in charge for two weeks. So he came back, and his shop was just wasn't even the same shop. Had a facelift completely. And you know I did run it by him, and he was like cool. But I think it was good for the shop. I think it was it helped. Um, I actually involved all the customers. You know, and I think people probably was like, man, who the fuck this dude think he is? Just yeah. You know, because it wasn't my shop. It was right. just something that I was doing. Right. Yeah. So that just was like how I do stuff, though. Like, I'm not going to do too much talking about it. I'm going to just do it. So um, I seen the results from it, though. Mm-hmm. It was it was, it was was a lot of results that came out of that for me. And I really was just really kind of taken back by if we get these type of results from that action why aren't we capitalizing on it and trying to do more right you know what i'm saying like why are you it it, it almost seemed like it was a little bit of like kind of like intimidating it was kind of intimidating for the owner i think to have me come in and do them type of things to his business right you know what i mean he didn't know how to take he didn't know how to embrace it yeah he was happy but at the same time, I think that he got a lot of, you know. I think it's really easy it. to overlook something like that. But I feel like, from your perspective, he probably was happy with the results, not really so much what was done. Done, so, yeah. yeah. The, the moral part of it, yeah. Because like for me, now that I think about it, I'm fucking crazy for doing that. <laughs> like it was just you doing too much, right? Like yeah. you just you repainted the entire shop, tore walls down. Like it was already a process where was I was already talking with him and to you know working with him to do this stuff but again so it was it was already in motion I'm not gonna sit here and say but I I carried it out was your like followed through on a lot of it was your eagerness appreciated though that's what I'm saying I think it was like not at the time like honestly man I was young and and real ambitious super ambitious right. and just it was really nowhere for me to go but my own shop probably right there was nothing it was too many different things like we didn't have a sign we didn't have business cards it was a lot of shit that was bothering me about the situation and I can't do it myself nor do you want if to I do it myself then it's like first of all I would yeah. change the name to the situation yeah. you're doing yeah. it somebody else's situation. yeah it's just like it just didn't really make a lot of sense for me to do yeah. all that put in continuously put in work for something that although that's really all I wanted to do was just you know but you didn't want to invest into something that's not yours and it that's not gonna about that. I, uh, like I said I put my own it. money into something right. that I didn't even own right I just did it just, but I it just wasn't being appreciated the way you were hoping it or I can't say that I can't say that it wasn't appreciated I don't cause I don't I don't really look at it like that honestly I don't I look at it like then what was it? Did it, it just... It was more like, just, it just didn't, we didn't capitalize on it. They did, They wouldn't embrace it. Like, just, you know, it was like, wow, we did this, we're just done now. You know what I mean? Let's stop. We don't need to do anything else. Right, that's what I mean by appreciate so, it. Like, it wasn't appreciated. It was appreciated. No, I, right. I don't. I don't. I don't want to put that out there. Like, no, okay. It wasn't appreciated. I, I think it was. I'm saying, but um, the energy you put in, the investment you put in, mm-hmm. it wasn't appreciated in the sense that that they would have felt more motivated to continue. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. it didn't. You know, it'd be like. A car running out of gas. Yeah. And then you run all the way. To give it gas. Like two miles away. Mm-hmm. Go get some gas. Run all the way back. Put gas in it. And then it's like. You just turn the car on. And don't drive. You just let it run. <laughs> Until it runs yeah, out, so of it run out, out of gas again. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of 
Go into the gas instead station. Instead of like going, turn it, yeah. just just go get the gas, fill the fill the fill the rest of the tank gas tank up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is like I'm not gonna run back down there and go get more gas for the car. Right. That's what I'm doing. I'm about. gonna go and just go get me a car now. Mm-hmm. Right. On my own. Right. That's what it was. Just just so you understand like what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. So yeah. That makes sense. It does. So then moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that, is that you is how you feel moving moving forward from here? Right. You're in the mind state of So I I'm need six my months in. I'm six months in. I got my own business card at this point. Like we didn't have like cards. So I just like all right, let me let me go get me a card. Let me go get me a card. And I start building my clientele. Um and my clientele got to a point where I was just like, I'm getting my money, I'm paying booth rent, and the only thing I can do right at this point is just start looking for a location to get. Hmm. Right. So so now you you plotting, you scheming, you looking at. I don't want to be where everybody else is. Mm-hmm. I want to be somewhere where no other shop is. I want to go somewhere where people would say it's hard to strive. So I went to Woodenville. Woodenville. Mm-hmm. So to everybody who doesn't know, it's it's, it's the uh, it's a suburb at this time in 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. This is a suburb of Seattle. Most people think Seattle. They just think of Seattle. Yeah, at the time, that's where all the shops was. Right. In Seattle and, you know, you had a couple in Everett and Linwood. You had had shops kind of spread out around this this area. But the majority of the barbershops, you had to drive across that bridge or you had to, Mm -hmm. you know, you had to be somewhere, you know, renting. 20 20 something miles out. Yeah. You know, it it was, you know, barbershops in Bellevue, I guess, Mm -hmm. that I, you know, just was unaware of at the time. But I I don't know. Like I said. There were men's salons. I didn't really know. Uh, I know that there was a, a very well-known shop um, at the time um, in Greenwood. I think it was oh. it was a known shop yeah. out there, mm-hmm. and uh, they had some good stuff going on. But then they switched up everything they was doing. So I don't yep. I don't know. But yep. for the most part, man, um, I've I've always kind of observed uh, the overall barber culture over here. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, yo, I'm going to just, I, I see where everything's going, kind of. Like, I'm a, I just don't want to be in that argument. Because it was like, why would you go, like, I always wanted to just do something that nobody else was doing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's what that's what inspired opening up somewhere in the east side. I really wanted to be in Kirkland, but it, the prices, they was... <laughs> they ran me up out of there too before I even could have had a conversation. Gotcha. But Woodenville, I think in hindsight for you, it was the best fit. Yeah, it was the greatest. And and because it, it brought a lot of people to Woodenville. And it Woodenville, I don't think people realize how accessible Woodenville is from yeah. everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like it has like five, six different ways of getting to. And, yeah. And it Woodenville started growing. It started booming out of. Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah, Woodenville is that spot. Yeah. yeah. I love Woodenville. Yeah. I love Woodenville. I agree. I love Woodenville. Yeah. The wineries, man. If y'all ever whole show. Over eighty nine wineries and wine tasting places. It's a lot of good stuff in Woodenville. Yeah, Woodenville, Washington. Yeah. Real, real, real nice. So yeah, we opened up in 05, April first. April first. Um, was there a specific 1st. reason why you chose April first? It, it, it fell on that date. I, I got the keys to the building March twentieth. Right. So I had about ten days to prepare, mm-hmm. dealing with you know, in, you know, insufficient funds. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a sign. I didn't have windows or none of that, man. People, most people know the story on my end, but people that's listening, yeah, man, I just started out with a chair, really, and a mirror. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, yo, some business cards, like, and just went from there. Yes. You know what I mean? Just big ass empty shop, just in the back. In a like, corner. You know. Yeah, man, I remember like people telling me. Yeah, you remember, like, ex- like, man, exclusive stories. Like, yeah, man, I met I met Merv at this particular time, and you know, pops gave me a, 
a, a, you know, me a flyer and this that, right. and that. I just, I just remember so many countless stories. Like, yeah, I don't got enough fingers or toes to tell you how many times I've heard people specifically tell me this, and it was almost like they had known you for eons, right? Like that, that, years and years and years and years. And I realized that it was just because of how quality of a relationship you was or quality of a person you was mm -hmm. made them feel like that much more connected to you. You know right, what I mean? Right. That's for me. That's what I took from it. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I think that prior to me being a barber, man, I, I used to, I did a lot of moving around out here, man. Like mm -hmm. I, I moved around. I was one of them people that just was always just moving. Mm -hmm. Like I just need to always be doing something. There's no to, way you're sitting down. Yeah. Like, I knew I know a lot of people, and just now cutting hair, I know many more people, and I'm blessed to be able to yeah. do that. So, y'all know how that is. Yeah, absolutely. So now we're in 05, April first. We got yep. the shop open. Yep, we launched. Doors open. We launched doors open. Doors one open. Beer, I had maybe one barber. <laughs> my first day open, I think I had maybe one person show up. <laughs> My grand opening. Hey man, that's yeah, tight. man. That first, that first two or three months was like brutal. It was crazy. That was scary. I, that, was, that, I, that was a situation where I was like, "Damn, did I? Did I make the wrong move? Damn, I'm, I'm about to look like I'm about to look crazy over here in Woodville. Mm -hmm. You know. So every day that went by, I was like, "Damn, how do I get people over here? Mm. How do I what? How do I get?" Cause I know I can cut hair, right? That ain't. Right. But why would a person drive over here? And and so that's when it was just important for me to just tap into the community that was actually there instead of trying to get people to come there. Right. Like let me just right. talk to the people that's already here. You and have that's to when the skepticism about skin color and all of that just went out the window for me. Like I don't have to cut a specific type of person's hair. I yeah. can cut anybody's hair. Right. I mean they got money. Mm -hmm. So let me just cut their hair. So I just started walking up to the people that was going to the DMV next door. There hmm. you go. And um, I didn't even know it, but that spot was crazy. It had all kinds of people come there to get their license tabs. So I would just go up to all these people every day. If I'm not cutting, I would just be hitting them in the parking lot. Yo, hey man, I got a barbershop right here. I just opened. And some people would come. Some people wouldn't. The people that wouldn't, I would even offer them free haircuts. Mm. I just cut your hair for free. Again, it was always more about the process. I think, honestly, I really like the process of the way. Yeah, it I, I, I did like just being on thin ice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was yeah. always you like, like chaos. Is it's kind of a thin ice, chaotic situation mm -hmm. to have to come up with this money. So but, time out. But, so it's, it's 05. We, yeah. we got the we got you got kid, right? You got yeah, kid on the my way. My son, you yeah. You got your kid. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got your whole early. your yeah. whole family situation. Yeah. yeah, that 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 is well. New yeah. business. This is a we, we, we how do you 20, 20 22. 22. Yeah. Most people don't open businesses at 22, you right. know what I'm saying? But um most people don't even finish college at 22. <laughs> yeah, we, I had a lot of energy, man. You know, yeah, and and so I just, I just want to shine some light on some of the things that was being done that nobody would really, really know like that unless they know you as an individual. Right. You know what I mean? Or, or if they sat in your chair at this time, because obviously at this time, if if, if you sat in Merv's chair, you probably know what's going on, right? Right, right. And so that's, 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 that's. Kind yeah, of man. I mean, at that time, man, it was like, I really respected the people that rocked with me at that time. Right. Because I was in such a place where it was like, damn, if I don't start cutting some hair, man, I'm going to have to shut this damn shop down. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. Just, I just didn't, that was not an option for me. I was willing to just, I would live in the shop if I needed to mm. before I closed it <laughs> down. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. had rent to pay. I had now a kid to take care of I had just all kind of stuff so you, of course even when I closed the shop down I was still trying to get money after Mindset, I closed yeah, the shop yeah, yeah. like alright cool I'm gonna go out here and pass out some cards and network with people and just it was like a non-stop thing for me you know so saying? you're wearing many hats you're marketing yeah you're a shop owner you know what I mean you're obviously a father a barber uh, you're gonna be a barber 
you you just wearing so many hats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at and, the time, and, yeah. it was nothing. It was like, all right, bet. I'm, I, I had all the energy in the world. Yep. Again, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was, what what other time is it, am I going to be able to do all this? That, in my mind, if like if I can't do this, then what am I going to do? Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's what it was. And um, yeah, man, I started meeting more and more people and people just started coming out of nowhere eventually. Um, and we ended up getting this one barber at the shop. My pops uh, went in and offered this guy a job and that showed me a lot because there's no way I would go to another barber shop to like ask a barber to come work at my shop. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's hard mm-hmm. to get barbers when they're, you, you no one knows that you cut hair, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, man, this dude uh, came and he wanted to work at the shop. Uh, Pops ended up asking him to do it, mm-hmm. and it was actually low key my plan to do it. You know, mm-hmm. like, Yo, why don't you go holler at this cat? I hear a lot about him. Right. Um, I heard I heard his name ringing bells in Bellevue. He was like a known person that was a lot of people that I was cutting. It was like, yo, you should try to get this dude at your shop because the shop he at is whack. Mm-hmm. And I think I like this shop more. You should try to get him over here. Mm. and I was listening to the you gotta listen to the customers right so I listen to the customers and I'm like so y'all want this barber over here cool I told my pops at the time I was like look I need you to go over here and holler at this cat man just see if he wanna you know if he's happy at the shop he's at boom and from there dude uh, came over checked out the shop he said alright man I'll start next week and then that was it that's my guy Q from uh, Gary Gary yep Lies. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Stanley. That's facts, but that's yeah. dope. That's dope. But you know, he he had a you know uh, a lot more experience because he's been cutting for a long time. I only been at this point cutting for a year or whatever, yep. year and a half. So you know, I was more about just grinding. He was more about being a barber. Right. I ain't never really been into that, like trying to be like a barber, like with just to talk that talk in the barbershop and all that other extra stuff so he was good for that so that was good I was able to focus on business while he was doing that like the entertainment part mm-hmm. of, of having a shop you, mm-hmm. you always gotta have somebody man in the shop talking shit you right. just gotta have it right. if you if there's not one person in the shop doing that then y'all low key you know just you need to you need to find you need to you know we, we need to start looking at things like that like that's the way I've always looked at it you gotta have at least one of those guys in every shop you know, or, women. Or, or, or you, women, or you whoever. need a Cedric personality. Entertainer. Yeah, you need a personality, a standout personality. Yeah. He was that person because I wasn't. I was more introverted. Like I didn't want to talk to people. I really wasn't talking to people. I was just more like, "Yo, you trying to get a haircut or not?" Like yeah. that was my, my, my whole thing. I'm, I'm gonna give you this clean cut. So that's what that was. So here we are with 2005, six maybe, right? Yep. And we got the yeah six. The, blue, the blueprint needs to so keep we, going. So we 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 got off to a good a you good year. We, yeah, we, we got did, off to a good right? year, and then um we were successful. I had barbers, you know, a couple barbers uh, start. That's when I think mess came around. Mess came around right around the end of that first year. Shout out to the yeah. Mess. 2006. Yeah. No, I came. 06. I came 06 like January February yeah. beginning yeah. So, of the year. Yeah, cause cause Q was he knew her yeah from his customer okay and you know that network that so network, yeah. yeah and then and then it went from there so um i i ended up you know my personal life at the time was was crazy because my son was in a different he was he was in a different country at the time okay it was short short period of time where he was just you know, with, his, with his mother mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying and I was just focused on on business yeah. and so a year in uh, what April 16th April 16th yep yeah I ended up getting shot yeah and uh, my shot when I got shot I was in ICU like I almost wow you know it was, it was a Monday right I mean, you know this. You yeah. Say, wow. Like, I just gotta say, wow, because you, yeah, you gotta remember, it's, no, it's one year in, and here yeah, we are. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm at a high because you know I'm I mean? all yeah, I'm feeling exactly. good, but then yeah. this happens, and it's like, yeah, you know, April. I was I, like I said, after work every day, I would be out 
doing you know just just wild and just excited and turned up i'm 22 and you promoting, can't tell me nothing right, right now promoting i'm going mm. you know and i'm also celebrating i'm also just just doing a lot you know what i'm saying I'm, um so at the time when i when i when that ended up happening um it was a time where i had to be away from the shop and you i had work. to actually rely on the people that was there at the time it was mess uh q Derek. and Derek. yeah uh it was three people that we had there and they held it down and that's when i realized the importance of a team like if they wasn't there if the down. shop would have been yeah, shut down. technically shut down right. all because of something that happened to me and my shop would have suffered from that or the business itself so when I realized that man it was just like it opened my eyes up to a whole different level um fast forward I ended up pretty much you know coming back to work sooner than I was supposed to mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like do the most like I was doing too much like but I had to I felt that I had to you know what I'm saying I was still trying to heal up cause I suffered a really bad injury you know what I'm saying and it was just like one of them things where that just wasn't no excuse for me you know what I'm saying if I got these people in here holding down the shop I need to make sure I show up and do my thing too you know what I'm saying mm. so and plus it was just such a passion that I was like nah we're gonna fight through this and gradually healed up and uh, a lot of my customers and everybody just understands that the, the persistence that I've shown in the past, you know what I'm saying, has, has has paid off in that regard because it was just important to show up to work. You know what I'm saying? I had to go to my car to change gauzes and all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, it was just bathroom. It was a very very you know it was it was just rough. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But with God, man, in, in prayer, man, I came through it. Dope. Yep. And that Motorola Razor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Motorola Razor was my joint. Hey, <laughs> that was that my was favorite his, phone of all time. That man. was his first like priority. Yeah. Like before and getting out the hospital, he had to have his Motorola yo, Razor and hey, his Razor earpiece. Was popping that, that shit yeah, was Razor was that, popping that back one then. with the Bluetooth. If that earpiece. Yeah, Bluetooth. My God. And that's when I was like, yo, I'm about to get a damn he, ringtone. Listen, he came <laughs> he came out of the hospital, the earpiece in his like ear and the phone in his head like hand, both of them looked bigger than him on him. <laughs> I was fucked up. Probably weighed. Man, I lost a lot of weight, man. Yeah. He was like ninety pounds. Lost a lot of weight. I don't I don't know exactly what my weight was, but But it was little. Yeah. I was Yeah. <laughs> we all have embarrassing moments. We all have that. That's, rough, that's not embarrassing. That's just uh, you know results of a bad of a bad Cause day. Yeah. So we in 2006. You back. You feeling more grateful than ever, right? Yeah, man. Because you, you know, like after you said, time, you know, you 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 just you put on you, you eat. You put back on your weight and then you get back to work and get your health. You know what I'm right. saying? It's the process of that. Just the whole process made me take life a lot more serious. Mm. It made me take people more serious. It made me take my peers more serious. You know what I'm saying? That just, ambition group. It just really made me take life more serious because I was out here just like, I could do whatever I want to do. Ain't nobody going to tell me different. So now I know, you know, that if you want to do something, you need to go about it a certain way. You can't, you gotta plan things out. You gotta be strategic with how you do stuff. So, you know, it's not about just doing stuff just to do it no more. It's more like it need to be a reason why you do it. That's what's gonna keep you, you know, why do you do stuff? Why are you doing it? And my passion is 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 derived from the stuff that I've been through. Right. And the results that's come out of those things. So Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Sounds like a book. Chop It Up Barbershop. Yeah. Uh, 2018. 13 years in. We got a whole lot of little filler to go. Uh, oh, man. We got... Yeah, we missed... We this missed. is a movie. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 this what do you mean? This is a trilogy. What are you talking about? Yeah. This is a book. Star Wars. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. a movie, man. Harry Potter. We, we, 
We we in the process. Matrix. Calm down. <laughs> so you know, um, you guys got any more questions? Anything else y'all want to know? Um, I don't know. I I mean, I mean, we can't go so deep. However, I think we should just, you know, leave people like with a tease more so. What do you think? Or you have anything to ask? I mean, I just, you know, is there anything else you want to say? I mean, I feel like we've covered a lot. Do you want to talk about your importance of why? I mean, you already touched on it. You said you knew the, the importance of working with people. Do you want to kind of elaborate a little bit on that? And so, yeah, I mean, doing that? those first five years, um, you know, as a business obviously owner, in your first location, we, obviously we've only talked about my first shop Woodenville mm-hmm. um, opening up to 2010 um, I was in business for five years and that's when I realized that expansion expansion it was definitely time to, to do that and uh, you know without you guys at the shop uh, me Cal Mess y'all my co-host on this show right now but at that time, it was crucial for me to have people that I could rely on to to run that business while I was gone. Right. So without that, it was like it's impossible to leave a business if you don't rely, if you can't rely on the people, you know. So uh, that's when I linked up with my guy Q, another partner named Q from Detroit, and uh, we ended up we ended up buying out the shop and uh, expanding to the second location. Right. And um, he had a bag at that time, <laughs> and I had the talent. Yeah, and uh, I had the vision, so that was good. It all worked out, and then from there, you know, we expanded. Went from mm-hmm. went from Linwood to South Center, third location. Uh, from South Center to Everett, fourth location. Mm-hmm. From Everett to Wenatchee, fifth third location. location. And then from um, Wenatchee to Bellevue. And then from Bellevue to Georgia. Seven locations right now. Wow. Ow. All because we work together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. not even just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I put everything aside when it comes down to it. We don't, you know, this is not, definitely not about me no more. Chop It Up is, is, is a bigger, it's definitely a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, we're putting on a lot of young kids right now. We're working with uh, new, independent, um, young people that's more in tune with the culture right now. You know what right. I'm saying? So uh, they 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 know about the Instagram and stuff like that. During this time when we came up, it was more about hand to hand, passing out cards and Gorilla stuff marketing. like that. Yeah, mm. and just sheer networking mm. um, yeah we couldn't even do Facebook back then because you actually had to have been in college to have was, a Facebook account was on that MySpace stuff yeah MySpace oh yeah MySpace, MySpace. oh yeah, I yeah, forgot MySpace. about that thing yeah. MySpace the biggest thing that I think that was close to social media for us was you know I was a, uh, cutting hair for the Seahawks for, for seven years I was a Seahawk barber for seven years but um, we had an event it was a three year anniversary at the at the mm. Woodenville shop, mm. and that event was crazy. It was right. We had an event. We had Bobby Ingram show up to sign autographs. He was a star receiver at the time on the Seahawks, and he was a good dude, man. Shout mm-hmm. out to Bobby Ingram and his uh, family. Um, but uh, for the most part, man, that was big. We had uh, Ezel's chicken come out and get people chicken. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, guys out here washing cars. And right. It was just a lot going on. And that place was packed that day. You know what I mean? Like, the shop was packed. It was, it was one busy day. Yeah, it was it was cracking. It was nice. But that, people was not posting photos of it on right, the internet. Right, right, So it's like a, a moment in time where, for to see it and to be a part of that, you had to be there. Yeah. yeah, you just would miss something like that. If we didn't even have phone, like camera phones. Yeah, I mean no, we, we did. We did. It just did, wasn't did really we? cracking. We it was did, like, why are you? Did. I remember having a, a, what, what a, razor, a razor. Was a camera phone. No, it didn't. yeah, but people weren't really snapping shots. No, like that. people. That was 08 So it was like, 
That was 10 years ago. Yeah, no. People were in snap. That was your, you were still in barber school, right? Yeah, I was still yeah, in barber school. Yeah, that was his, like, that was his hey, debut. Gonna about, yeah, that was your debut. <laughs> we ain't going to be talking about where I was. <laughs> yeah, man. That was a big day. That was, yeah, that was day but, uh, one for me. Yeah, you know, d- d- those are the days that for sure I think a lot of people remember. I, I remember a lot of people showing up for that, man. It was, it was big. Um, but besides that, man, we got to figure out how to get with the times now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm trying to adjust my mindset on moving forward. So I'm looking forward to people tuning into this Barber Game podcast. And I'm trying to hear other stories. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's part stories out there crazy in their mind or crazy in any of ours. Right. But, but more elaborate. Like, yeah. you got more people involved and all of that. Yeah, stuff, yeah, so, for yeah. sure. For sure. I think that this is our way of uh, starting a network. Yeah. This is a new network now that we... Mm. We're trying to get going, so it's the brick and mortar. It's the brick and mortar network because yeah. you know, like like we've talked about in the past. I mean, with, with Instagram and all that, it 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 it's the digital space. This is this is the real space right here. You know, right. What I mean, you get the. I think people get a real piece of you and a real testimonial of you. It's almost like a haircut, right? Right. You know what I mean? Like this is not something that you're gonna get unless you tune in. So yeah, I really appreciate um, your time, and I think the the listeners definitely appreciate no some doubt. backstory on you no and doubt. everything you represent. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Sometimes it's important to let people know how you came, where you came, and why you came. I definitely feel it's always important to know a person's history before I start listening to their podcast or. Instagram or any of that yeah. I need to know what did you really do mm. Who are you? what are you doing yeah. what are you trying to do next you know what I'm saying mm. so yeah I appreciate uh, I, I appreciate the people that's listening that even care to yes, listen yes thank you so you know hopefully we do some business together soon yep that's why I look at it yep absolutely alright man well I guess that's it all right. Y'all finished? That's it? Yeah. Y'all finished? Bye. Get out of here. Yeah. Are we done? How it go? We're done. Are, are we done or is it? Is yeah, it finished? Y'all finished or y'all we done? That concludes this week's episode. Tune in next week and check us out at thebarbergame.com.